You're listening to The Comedy Cellar, live from the table, on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to The Comedy Cellar Show here on Sirius XM Channel 99, The Comedy Channel. My name is Noam Dwarman. I'm the owner of The Comedy Cellar. That's true. And, and uh, we're sitting at the back table of The Comedy Cellar, and I have my co-host, Mr. Dan Natterman, who is going to make the introductions... For the day. Go ahead, Dan. Well, thank you, Noam. First of all, we have with us uh, Mike Fine, How comedian, uh, Republican, and uh, one of the few comedians. Whoa, 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 whoa. What's that? Republican? Yes. Really? One of the few yeah. comedians uh, that. Well, no, Greg's eyes just lit up. Well, because, no, because Greg Rogel, it's like it's combustible. But go, well, ahead, go ahead. He's one of the few comedians that will cop to supporting our current commander in chief, and we'll get to that. I don't want to get into that now. Uh, Greg Rogel, most certainly not a Republican. He's also <laughs> with us. And um, I hope that things don't get violent. But uh, I and uh, Stephen Calabria, are you with us officially or just sitting here? I guess Stephen Calabria is our producer, and he's seated at the table. I didn't know if he was seated in his capacity as guest or capacity as no, producer whatever. or his capacity as he's about to order. I'll chime in when things get really slow order between a Mike and Greg. Ball. But I, did I just hear a, a snore? What sounded to me? Uh, oh, no, that was me snickering. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I did want to ask. Noam last week was at the Montreal Comedy Festival. And I just wanted to briefly. Uh, address that, which is why I think we didn't have a show last. We didn't record a show last week because Noam was out of town. He, every year, for the uh, non-comedy fans in the audience, there's a comedy festival in the great city of Montreal, and uh, all the comics go there. I, I actually didn't have a good time at the comedy festival, and I came home a day early. Oh, did you? Yeah. Really? I yeah. I felt uh, I felt um, kind of very much an outsider, and uh, there was this weird dynamic. Uh, all kinds of things went wrong for me at the comedy festival between me and Liz and Esty, and there was a dinner that that I that I ended up not having a place at the table for myself, and, and it felt bad about things, and I just went home. Huh. Yeah. Well, that's odd. But yeah. but couldn't you just enjoy the city of Montreal for what it was? And I did. I went to the amusement park with my kids, and then I went to the pirate ship with my kids. I spent a lot of time with the the kids. That was you that didn't was feel accepted cool. by the comedy world at large. Is that what I'm is that what I'm hearing? No. no uh, no, the, I didn't even. I didn't even reach out to the comedy world at large. It was, we just couldn't get our act together as a as a group of, of people there together, and um, there was. I, I probably shouldn't talk about it on the air, but there was some like weird stuff. Like, are you kidding? This is gold. People not, <laughs> like like people not introducing each other to the other people that they knew. It was, it was just. It was just weird and a little. I felt a little competitive somehow. It was how, what does that have to do with you? Yeah. Them not introducing each other. Because I, because like I wasn't introduced, and then to whom? Well, actually, our boss at Sirius Radio, and then uh, there was there was just a few stupid things that went on. Like then, then, then uh, there was this um, dinner that Phil Hanley had invited me and Juanita to, and then Juanita couldn't go. So at the last, so but I, I knew that, but I didn't, and and I had told. Whatever, but so then at that, that day I texted, but George was my partner in the underground was there and I texted Phil, I said, listen, Juanita can't go, but George is here, so I'm going to bring George. Not thinking that would be okay or not okay. He says, well, no, no, uh, uh, somebody already invited Michael Che. And I'm like, well, uh, why didn't, you know, why, why would somebody, you know, like. With, yeah, why so, would that rule out George? No, because it, t- it couldn't, the reservation couldn't be more than six. So it was some restaurant with a special chef. So I was like, well, why would somebody not speak to me before? I was thinking. I didn't say this to Phil Hanley. I said, I said okay, no problem. So that, that happened internally. And then I, so I just didn't go. To, I couldn't go to the dinner because I wasn't going to tell George, well, sorry, you, you can't go. 
So I said, fuck it, I'm not going. So then I said, fuck it. And then I said, fuck it, I'm going home. Hmm. Hmm. Well, the Montreal Comedy Festival can be difficult for those of us left behind because everybody posts shit about it on uh, yeah. Instagram and uh, Facebook. But uh, if, if it makes you feel any better, I didn't even get uh, invited. That I doesn't actually... make him feel better. No, it does. It does. Yeah. What else is bad for you? <laughs> no, well, yeah, there's actually a, a Big Sky Festival, Nantucket Comedy <laughs> Festival. Uh, I didn't get invited to the Boston Comedy Festival. The one up in Jamestown, the the Johnny Carson one in Nebraska, I didn't get invited to. You're not missing anything on the Johnny Carson. I didn't get invited to the Montreal Comedy. Listen, I'll tell you this. What was gratifying, you'd think think somebody, maybe I'm I'm becoming one of the comedians with all the mental issues of of depression. That's interesting. Because, first of all, it was like a comedy cellar comedy festival. I mean, like, some of the shows... Was just bam, 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 all, it was all, all like, comedy seller comedians. All I don't, you know, I don't like to say our comedian. I, I bother me with like as he says that sometimes. But shows which could have been at the comedy cellar. I mean, mm. they, people work at other places too. But but like God, and Godfrey came out wearing a comedy seller T-shirt and and it was it was really and, and a few people made references to the comedy seller on the stage and it, it was clear that the comedy seller had reached its kind of high watermark of, of prestige in the industry. And then that same time, that New York Times article came out. Did you see it? Front page. Yes, the New York Times article. With Zinneman, right? With yeah. Zinneman. Front page of the Sunday art section. And it talked about the comedy seller being a juggernaut. And it said some nice things about me. And, 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 and you know, you, I mean, years ago, if we had a full-page uh, spread in the New York Times... That would have made like we would be we would be riding off that for weeks of happiness, you know. And now it's like oh, whatever, you know. I, I just want to go now, home. now I can't get over this part about you not being introduced. Now I'm gonna go on a limb and I don't give a shit if I get banned from the festival. God knows I'll never be invited there. Oh, yeah, but but what type of fucked up festival doesn't even have name tags? Shouldn't everyone be walking around with name tags? People are gonna wear my- name tags. They don't want to wear name tags. So you avoid that awkwardness. That no, no they do. They are lanyards. People have lanyards they around do. their necks with their names on. It. They should have. But the Noam was not an invited, officially invited guest of the festival, so he wouldn't have had it anyway. So you didn't get a name. No, tag. we, we I, had, I had industry, I had industry oh, uh, oh, tag. Yeah, no, it's not. It was, it was all personal stuff between mm. between me and my friends that that turned me. It wasn't the festival was an amazing, uh, like it's grown and grown and grown. This was a, a masterful presentation. Now, was there anyone there that you wanted to be introduced and you failed to get introduced? Because no, I have a Rolodex. I know people. The irony is I don't like to be introduced to anybody. It was just, it was just like, it reminds me of kind of like when you find out when, when, a, when a guy uh, gets jealous that someone's coming on to his girlfriend. Yeah. And then you find out and, you, and he feels like, like some guy's coming on to his girlfriend is like disrespectful to him and the guy gets mad, right? And then you find out years later that the guy who got mad was actually gay. You're like, well, why did he get mad? He was gay. He got mad not because he really wanted the girlfriend. He got mad because, well, this guy must think that I'm nothing, you know? So, so that's why he was coming on to my girlfriend with your gay or straight. So that's kind of the way I felt. It's not that I really wanted to be introduced. I just felt that I wasn't... Uh, that Treated too, respectfully. Yeah, like I was like, I was just... Not considered. Right. I think you should completely clean house of all the comedians that <laughs> yeah. went up to the festival That's and start from do. scratch. No, built, it wasn't from scratch. So anyway. Well, you did mention one in particular, Mr. Hanley. No, no, he's 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 an angel in this he's story. He's a wonderful human being. He didn't do anything wrong. He, he didn't did. invite you to. He invited Michael Che over you no, to. Dinner, no, no. That's why. That's why I don't want to tell this story because oh, I'm, the okay. name. Well, let me put it this way: the names I'm not saying are the names that are, that I'm. Uh, it, it, the names I say out loud <laughs> are, are are innocent. 
It's, it's, I'm talking around because I don't want to get myself in, in, in. Oh my God, I'm really going to get myself in trouble. You need to shut up. I, I actually have a question. I need, I need to shut up. I mean, about the Montreal Festival, sort of. Why doesn't New York have a have a big? They, there comedy is a New York festival. comedy there festival. There is a New York festival. Nobody knows about it. Yeah. It's a, well, yeah, it's not big. No, well, nobody think, cares. In a big city like New York, that would. It's a it's it's run by Carolines. It's called the New York Comedy Festival, but it's actually Carolines Comedy Festival, and uh, and I. Uh, I will not. I, I tried it once or twice, and I will not be involved in it. Is it a bringer? Do you have to bring people to be in the festival? No, no. Oh. They actually, they actually have some, like, like I think John Stewart's on there. They have, they have one or two big yeah. Carnegie Hall concerts, and right. Uh, and then the rest is just a, a sign that says New York Comedy Festival on the mm. stage of a comedy club. Now, why will you not participate? Well, they, Did they, they not give you no, uh, like? Yeah, they you actually, do. You they, do? <laughs> they actually insulted us one time, and I never got over it. You want to hear how they insulted us? Go ahead. Son of a bitch. They asked. They asked Esty. If she would judge a uh, comedy panel or something of up-and-coming comics, mm -hmm. and the, the the preliminaries would be at the comedy cellar, and then the the finals would then be at Carolines. Okay, oh, there you go. <laughs> was this, when, when, when was this? This was a couple of years ago, more than a couple of years, yeah. like five years ago. Was, was it at a time when the comedy cellar was less? I mean, was, even five years ago, the comedy cellar was dominant. No, we were we were already, always dominant. We were always, I, I, yeah. The only the only other thing I can think of is Caroline's is a bigger room. It holds more people, so the finals um, would be more people. Yeah, yeah. Them. No, but so no matter how you sliced it, whether that whether or not they listen, sometimes people insult other people not because they have bad intentions, but because they're just not uh, able to put themselves in another person's shoes and they don't see it. But from my point of view, immediately I was like. Oh, so you get to perform at the Comedy Cellar, and the grand prize is to perform at Caroline's. Like that's, and I said, no but fucking there, there way. There was a time when I started comedy. Even that, if it's true. But I'm just saying, yeah. there was a time when I started, but we're going yeah. back, you know, two decades. Yeah, we're talking yeah. vaudeville. Where, where, yeah. where, <laughs> yeah, the where um, if you ask somebody who, what the best comedy club in the city is, the answer Caroline's might come up. Mm. Yes, yes. It, actually, okay. before Caroline's on Broadway... The old, what was it? Where was the yeah, first the Street. 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 Before the Seaport, yeah, before yeah. on Tenth Avenue, before. Oh yeah, yeah. That room, I never went to that room, but I remember people used to talk about that room like it was something unbelievably special. The very yeah. first Caroline's room. And maybe as recently as say ten years ago, it was sort of anybody's race. Like there, there were a few clubs at what might conceivably be considered great club, but now it's just become. Nah, Sellers owned it since two thousand. Well, the Sellers in a league of its own. It, you know, but it's, I don't. Uh, that doesn't. That know. doesn't go back. Forever. It goes back however far it goes yeah. back. There was a time when you... Oh, there was a few clubs that are considered great. Well, well Cash, I, Cash was a great I, I only do theaters Cash, Cash and a, uh, arenas now, but this is... If I was still doing clubs, like, this would be a, a good <laughs> place to play. You know, it's cute. It has its waiters, waitstaff. But to, to answer your question about why New York doesn't have a comedy... Well, I mean, New York's got so much of everything. It's like the same reason maybe New York doesn't have the Olympics. We already got plenty of shit. You know, we don't, we don't need it. We have the film festival, Tribeca. They, yeah, you know. but like Montreal, they you, only... You want, I'm sorry, do you, do you want to rehash the Phil Hanley dinner uh, uh, on, the, on the air? No, she doesn't want and to. And she's gone. How come? Come on, come on, Liz. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say something to him. No, it's not to him. To Phil. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to mention something. I'm not going to mention names, but... And anything you know. like in New York would be hard. Like Montreal, there's... There's not as much going on, so the comedy festival sort of takes on a, a I think, a bigger, um, you know, it be it becomes a huge event up there. Well, what else does Montreal have? Nothing in New York would be a huge event because it gets swallowed up by the fact that we're in New York. Well, what else does Montreal have, other than the festival? They have a jazz festival. 
And it's and it's a great city, but it's just not New York in but terms of all the shit Canada. that's going on. I, I, think, I think Montreal is 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 just set up in a way that big area there with the plaza. Is, it's set up in a way that's conducive to having these kind of festivals in a way that's actually superior to anything in New York. I wouldn't even know where they could do well, something like that in New York. York. Well, yeah. L.A. doesn't work either. Um, they tried it in Las Vegas. You're competing with gambling. I mean, it's just not a yeah. comedy festival in Vegas. Well, they had the, the Las Vegas Comedy Festival. They had uh, Mo- huh. yeah. Montreal is is beautiful. yeah they do have just that, beautiful. They have that area downtown nice where it's very kind of open and the streets are I guess close to traffic and uh, it's 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 it is I good actually for that. I have another question yes. uh, from both the point of view of comics and from the point of view of a comedy club owner. What other clubs in the city are there any that can remotely compete with the seller right now, uh, or what, okay, who's okay, snapping okay, at the seller's heels? Uh, no, can I just say I don't? I'm, I'm tired of this like uh, seller, seller, seller stuff on on this radio show. I, we, we are, you know, it's great that we're doing well, but I don't know if that's interesting to 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 people. It's I don't want I, I don't I certainly don't want the show to be you know blowing our own horn about stuff like that. Someone else wants to talk about it. They get well, Liz. It's, not, it's it's just come, it's just come sit down for a second, Liz. Just come sit well, down for a second. Well, well, we could also talk about uh, which other clubs are shit. You know, if you don't want to blow your own horn, we could uh, talk about which clubs. Uh, it, are it's not, not really. So Liz is like really afraid to talk about this comedy yeah, festival down, thing. Blow his horn. But that's either because she 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 well, strongly disagrees. It's either because and I, I suspect it's the, the former that she strongly disagrees with me. So therefore, she doesn't want to have to conf- yeah, to to try to argue with me. So she's like. I don't or she feels terribly guilty about what happened, which I don't think well, is her style. If she doesn't want to talk about it, <laughs> well, she doesn't want to talk about it. So is she coming on or not? Yeah. But you, listen, no. it, it's me and you here, so you can throw Esty under the bus. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I, want to throw anyone under it, the bus. I, I once had beef with Phil Hanley also. Was, I have no beef with Phil was, Hanley. Uh, <laughs> it was. Uh, first, you're like, you know, I really shouldn't be yeah. talking about this. And now you're like bringing in guest hosts. No, because in. no, because Liz, <laughs> if, if Liz wants to talk about it, then I can talk about it. Well, I don't want to talk about it without her here to. Uh, to, to well, if she's going to talk about it, I suggest she use Mr. Uh, Mr. Calabria's microphone. She doesn't want to talk about it. But the, 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 without, without whatever happened, happened. Point is that uh, it just wasn't that much fun. That's all. <laughs> Especially for George. Okay. Well, the, the, one of the George's like, I don't want to go where I'm not wanted. Oh. Yeah. One of the George. Uh, he actually said that. One of the main reasons I invited Mr. Fine here. Yeah. Is because, as I had mentioned earlier, first of all, he's a weird cat, and you've already sort of figured that out. Um, and he's I mean a, that in the best. professional hugger. I mean that in the best possible yeah. way. He he, he has, his his uh, sexuality is questionable, obviously. But that's <laughs> why? Well, he likes to cuddle. Yeah. But so not have, but not have sex. Yeah. Well, that's, or so he says. Well, that's you know I that I set the bar you know right over there and I reach it every time you know I nail it. You know, it's uh, if if you set an end goal to sleep with the woman, odds are ten out of ten times it's not going to happen. But if you bring then you, you, you go back down a few notches and just say, you're just going to cuddle with her. There you go. You hit it every time. You tell a girl all you want to do is cuddle with her. She'll think there's something wrong with her, and then she'll wind up wanting more down the road. So. Liz, is that how you would react? Yeah, this well, is I really think, creepy, actually. I think it sounds, it sounds, it sounds creepy, First Mike. First of all, Liz doesn't cuddle, all right? Let me tell you that right Any now. guy that says, I just want to cuddle with you, I think would be... Seen by most women as a cr- well, as, as scary, especially, especially in that voice. No, but too. like, <laughs> I just want to cuddle. But to have to make love to a woman, it, it, it's like going to a dentist. It's like you it don't, is awful. You don't want to do it, but you have to do it like once, twice a year. You know, get a you know a checkup. Make Why sure. Why don't you want to do it? Yeah, you sure? Be, because that? there's so much involved with it. First, you have to pick your place or her place. 
And then on top of that, you have to get the mood right. You have to talk. They want to talk to you. It's this it's is a the lot most of Jewish conversation I've no, ever. No, there, there's so much work involved with it, and the payoff. Sometimes it's the only time they're not there. talking. What? Sometimes it's, it's the only way to get them to no, stop talking. Well, you know, they, they, that's uh, that's an impossible feat. They, they, these women, once they get their talk on, it's, uh, <laughs> it's uh, for, forget about it. It's uh, I once was uh, try in, having a mother-in-law. Well, <laughs> it's uh, I was engaged once, you know, so I sort to of a, to a girl. Yes, yes, uh, but. She would uh, didn't work out that well. God, you're uh, just cuddling the entire time. <laughs> well, it's you know, it, or I was actually looking for a parking half the time between alternate side of the street parking and you know, like the cuddling stuff. That was our entire relationship. Yeah, M- Mikey, by the way, crazy. Mikey, by the way, is a gun owner, a proud NRA card member, yes. a carrying member of the NRA. Yes, and a, and one of the. Only comics, and we talk about this a yeah, lot. Yeah, but with the guns, you got to get the bullets, and then you got to load the guns, <laughs> and then you got to find parking. But yet he... You uh, can never uh, have, have enough bullets. Are just cuddle, you know what I mean? Well, <laughs> you can never have enough ammo. He's also one of the few comedians that's willing to admit that he voted for President Donald Trump. Is that correct? That's correct. If I lived in uh, Chicago, I would have voted for him four times. But, <laughs> oh, uh, God. You know, that's uh, it's unfortunate. Aww. And, you know... Yeah, well, you, don't, you don't talk about that on stage, though. No, no. Well, it's it's actually interesting you mentioned that because when you get political on stage, you run the risk of uh, of losing half the audience. So I figure I stick with my act, and I could lose a hundred percent of them, and that's usually. I mean, in New York, in New York, stick this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's very sticky. Uh, he's very sticky, but we, but you know. I actually, I, I recently purchased a fog machine because I figured, you know, there's not much I could talk about with the politics, with the Trump, with the this, the girlfriends, the computers. So I bring a fog machine on stage now. It has a remote control. So instead of working on new material, I just shower them with fog and like the crowd goes nuts and no one can follow me. It's, it's like Jackie Mason you, with Down syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's phenomenal. I'm telling you, I'm doing big theaters now. So it's, you know, it's when they see the fog filling fog. up. You know, it's uh, it's nice. Yeah, but know? he has a, he has a Lewis Shaver quality to him too. What what? So what? What do you like about Trump? Uh, what's there not to? I love everything about Trump. Uh, I, I actually but you're still on board even now. Even uh, more than ever, I'm doubling down right now. I can't get enough of him. I can't wait for 2020 when he runs again, so I could vote for him again. That's, okay, what about the transgender in the military? What about I? Th- that's one thing I'm a little. Uh, it's a gray area. I think actually there should only be transgender in the military. I don't think there should be any heterosexuals there. I like putting all the transgenders over there, letting them do their thing. I love them. It's great, and let them go fight. And they want to fight, let them fight. It's uh, you know. But all that uh, heterosexual <laughs> testosterone. It's uh, it's you look at look at the policy up to now. We have heterosexuals over there, and how's that working? Yeah, let's. Well, transgender tra- people can still be heterosexual. It's their uh, yeah. gender that is fluid. It's yeah. Well, it's without getting dirty because we have uh, female listeners. I, I think we should send all the transgenders over there. Let them do their thing, and you know. What do you think, Dan? What about well, well, the I, I would like to hear Mike's real opinion instead of uh, instead of the, the shtick. <laughs> Well, you're, you're, you're talking to a guy. This is I a actually, no shtick zone. No, no, this you is, can I, do shtick, but within reason. I'm, but I'm not talking about shtick. I'm thinking outside you, the box. You don't really believe in an all transgender army. A hundred percent. Why not? 
because there's not enough of them to, to field an army. That's that's where I'm going with this. It's you a want good, to conscript them. That's a great point. I'm glad you asked that question. So it turns out if we send 15, 20,000, that's all we need. Instead of having hundreds of thousands of troops over there. <laughs> I figure if, we, if we're fighting this Islam, they, they probably scatter like uh, elephants when they see mice. You know? they, they, this, <laughs> we can send, send Caitlyn Jenner over there in a car and the, run them by all the way, over. They these, don't like their transgenders these in the ISIS world. people aren't really that tough. They're, they're, they're transgenders. Yeah. Just could take them. They're not. Yeah, what's that what's tough. interesting is that that Greg normally gets furious uh, when somebody supports Trump, but since Mike is so out there, well, what do you think about transgender in the military, Greg? I I, don't, I have no opinion. If they want to fight, they can fight, <laughs> and um, I certainly th I just think it's kind of ironic that uh, Trump, who um, what do you have five deferments? Bone spur, I mean, dude. Have you ever had a bone spur? It's very painful. Oh, he's so full of yeah. shit. He, well, he brags about he, what, he, bone spurs, he, he couldn't he, have had a real bone spur. No, he probably <laughs> brags about being a fucking uh, this tremendous athlete. I'm a tremendous athlete. I, I, I was the greatest baseball player in New York. Well, what about Vietnam? Uh, my feet hurt. So fuck you, <laughs> fuck you. You know, you're a dickless coward trying to ban transgender. <laughs> That's okay, the president has, of the United States of America yeah, you're talking about. Number president. 45. Fake he president. has a point about the bone spurs, doesn't he? Yeah, bone spurs are very painful. I used to have Oscar Schlatter's <laughs> when I was in high school. And, right, uh, but he yeah. hasn't... Usually, if you have something that uh, that you suffer from, you you people have some yeah, knowledge of that suffering that you know throughout your life. Like Greg and I have cold feet. That's what he suffered. Yeah. Greg and I have bad backs. Like any, oh, and if we, if we, I don't have bad back anymore. Well, we, we've had I read them. John Sarno, buddy. But if anybody, if anybody heard that we deferred the military for bad back, they'd be like, oh yeah, he always did Let complain ask, about was his your back. back hurting a little in Montreal? No. Yeah. Well. I thought I was going to prove a point there. I wouldn't have admitted it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to prove a point. I'm not going to get prove a point I, when I can just lie. I, Tom Hopper read the book, cured his back. I, I don't think it's that big of a deal. How Transgenders, whether or not they're in the military, not in the military. We're not in the military. Does it affect us? How does that affect us? It's not, uh, you know. Well, we don't want to be in the military. There you go. It's Bingo. also signal. It's a signal. It's a signal that they're not um, welcome, and it, it could promote. Prejudice. Well, first of all, I think I think um, this past two weeks, he's he's pretty much going after transgenders, gays, Mexicans. Um, now it's the immigrants. To me, I just think this, he's just scapegoating right now out of desperation because he's fucked up so much at home right now Dude. that he's just he's just trying to he's trying to uh, if he's going he's trying to bring his base in and he, he's appealing to their ignorance to try to get support because he needs all the support he can but get. If he's right going now. after the transgender he's, and the gays and the Mexicans, going after them, who does he not have time to go after? He's trying to protect them. He, he's helping the them. He's not. Well, that's the, true. Yeah. He has no time for the Jews. Uh -huh. He's protecting them, Mr. Natterman. How could uh, you not voice up? Well, that's off? really true, though, because Stephen Miller was up on TV today, yeah. uh, and he's, in, he's, he's an embarrassment to the entire Jewish community. So, in a way... Did he sing the Joker? Huh? Did he sing the Joker? Who was Stephen Miller? Oh, see that guy looks like George Clooney. Kind of was talking. No, he's uh, he, he he's a he's a Jewish white nationalist prick. Oh, I know. He's got did the travel ban. He did the first draft of the travel ban. Uh, very, very articulate, very well informed. Oh, we, a, need a a nice we need to find him a nice Mikey, girl. We need to find him a nice girl. Mikey, I want. Yes. I the yes. stick is very interesting, and but yeah. all that. But uh, why did you really support Trump? Why did I support him? Yeah, for re and I don't want to hear about you about the <coughs> transgenders. We should send them all overseas. What, what, what do you well, like about it? What do you uh, like about Donald Trump? Uh, so, what qualities does, so does he have? I'm going to tell you, but we could promote my CD afterwards. Yes. Okay. So it it turns out I like about him his message, his message about wanting to make America first, bringing back a, a, yeah, the stature of this country that once was a great country. Because really, this country's been a joke since he's been elected. 
It was a joke under uh, the, the last president. He was a weak and ineffective president. So weak, going back to uh, Jimmy Carter. It, 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 that weak of a president he was. The military... He's dealing he stripped- with obstructionists for eight what? years. I, I, I don't want the, there to be bloodshed tonight. No, I'm I, not uh, a, a cage match, but... No, I, I liked his message. I liked how he wanted to to uh, bring jobs, create jobs, uh, uh, enforce the, the border laws. You see, it's interesting. Everybody says about the, the, his immigration policies are racist. Those are laws that are on the books. He just wants to enforce the laws that are on the books. What? What's uh, what's wrong with wanting to enforce the law? Same thing uh, about he was saying about Stephen Miller today about giving his speech about uh, it's called the Raise Act about wanting people to speak English if you want to become a, a immigrant. Those laws in order to become a naturalized citizen, you actually do have to speak English. When my grandparents came to Ellis Island, they you had to learn a language. They they vet you for a disease. You know you. My have grandparents to, didn't speak English what? when they got here. My grandparents didn't speak English when I came to America. My grandmother. Uh, to the but day did, she died, it, barely spoke English. Oh yeah. If it wasn't uh, if it if, if 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 she had to learn English, um, she would have been she would have been killed a long time ago by either the Russians or the Nazis. Mm. You know what if uh, what if they started killing Jews here? All right, it could happen. And, and then, and then uh, you want to go to Israel to get away from it. And Israel said, "Well, you don't speak fluent Hebrew, so you can't come here." How would well, you feel well, about that? Well, Israel has the right of uh, return, so you know, as long as you're. I'm, no, I'm asking you if they changed that right and said, "Well, you have to know Hebrew, or you can't come well, here." You would still agree with that? You would accept that and and uh, die here? Well, it, the the if somebody's in danger of losing their life, that's another category of immigrant. That's a. Uh, that is a that is somebody that's looking for asylum, and that's another law and another category. Uh, I, I I I'm so tired of this uh, Trump stuff. But I I'll tell you this: I I, I We're do all tired I, I do I do agree with you in in a certain way that yes, there these are the laws on the books. Number one, number two, there are quotes uh, about the perils of illegal immigration and wanting to enforce it, but from every leading Democrat still around, the Jimmy, uh, from, from Bill Clinton to Hillary Clinton, this is all a recent uh, thing. And I believe that, and even Paul Krugman has written about how low-wage, uh, low-skilled immigrants will, will lower wages. And I think that in the end, the irony is that really this is, and, and Bernie Sanders had filibustered the immigration bill not that long ago because he was a, so this is all they found this religion now mostly I think because they know that this is a pot of gold for new Democratic voters uh, but the irony is that the Republicans are the real beneficiaries yeah, they of be immigration be, yeah. legal and no cheap labor yeah exactly uh, and it is Republicans who have gardeners and nannies and, uh, and all these hotel things hotel chains and so, yeah. yeah so I don't I don't really understand how that all plays out because if they do start tightening up borders, legal or illegal, the first people to start complaining is not going to be Black America, who, who all of a sudden is going to, you know, wages. They say that low income, uh, low wage doesn't necessarily lower wages. I think it does both. You mean immigration so, doesn't? Necessarily. Low low skilled immigration. Uh, of course, some low skilled immigrants come here and are entrepreneurial and create. And, and, and can create businesses, and that actually adds to the economy. On the other hand, other of them take jobs at low, low wages. Low and skilled American workers. And, yeah, and, and I don't have to be a genius to know that if I didn't have people who were willing to do a job at $12, well, I'd have to raise it to 13 until some American would do it. You know, So 
Uh, so clearly it can do both simultaneously. So, but I think that the idea that a nation is is uh, suspect for wanting to enforce its borders, I agree with you. Of course you should be able to You, you don't have borders. a country if you don't have borders. Yeah. And you don't have tradition, you don't have a culture, you don't have a language. That's, but, uh, but on the other hand, we need the immigrants. Let's not kid ourselves. We need them. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Every country needs immigrants. It's, it's a melting pot. But you, you, where do you draw the line? Do you let in 100,000, 200,000, a million, two million? Do you let in uh, uh, people that you can vet? Do you let people in from uh, uh, countries that, you know, how could you verify they say who they are? And when they get here, who's going to be picking up the tab for their health insurance, for their education, for, you know, housing? Who, who's going to be stuck picking up the tab for that? When you have actual Americans that are living here, you have veterans coming back where they have horrible uh, medical service at the VA. I like the shtick better. Well, uh, yeah, <laughs> so do I. Yeah. Get back to the shtick. Oh. <laughs> well, you wanted to. You wanted to. Uh, you say you have a new CD out. Yes. Uh, well, it's not mine. I uh, I sell uh, Lenny Marcus. I'm not promoting Lenny Marcus's CD. No, it's a great CD. It's his uh, last CD. Came out with the new. Oh, not one. even his new one. Yeah. So I sell it. You, did did you buy them up cheap? Are you trying to get rid of them now? No, no, no. Well, we have a, a, an arrangement. I carry around a receipt pad and with me. And cuddles with him. And uh, it's <laughs> and one he pays for, him in cuddles. It's, it's one for 15 or two for 20, but I don't make a thing. So I have a, a receipt pad. If any of you want, he gets uh, the carbon copy, and I keep I the original. I will buy one. Well, let me get this straight. You come on the show to promote another person's CD. Well, I don't have CDs yet. I have the fog machine. Well, you, you, you need a DVD I, to get the full effect of the fog machine. I, ha I have a DVD, but... Uh, I sell my uh, Lenny CDs. Liz, show. who's yeah. our general manager, the mighty Liz. Do you want to talk about the New York Times article, Liz? Yeah, come, come sit down, Liz. Come All right, sit. you can take Mr. Calabria's uh, microphone. There was a New York Times article recently about the Comedy Cellar. Comedy Cellar's been getting a lot of ink lately. Or it's always getting a lot of ink, yes. I guess. But, yes, it um, has. Was there, any, was, it, was, it, was there anything, what did you think of the, the veracity of that article? It was pretty good, right? It was good. It was a good article. It was a it was a nice play by play of a crazy weekend here. It was a. Well, what was crazy about the weekend? Um, we had a lot of drop-ins that weekend. Who was here? Mike Fine. Mike uh, Fine. Amy no. Schumer, Leslie Jones. This was the best part. I, I didn't even see. It. Is that Dave Chappelle FaceTimed? He was in. yeah. We he FaceTimed so, Mo, like, and then asked, you know, what's going on? What are y'all doing? Oh. And we said, it tells on stage. He said, I want to do time. Let me go down and do five minutes. So we brought him downstairs via FaceTime, and he FaceTime and had some banter with the tell. Wait, wait, he FaceTime like it was project. What do you mean he FaceTime? You know how the FaceTime works. On I know, the phone? but so you hold, you hold, held it up to the audience, so yeah. the audience could see the FaceTime. Okay, but Liz, this is a great idea. Yeah. Can't we get get? Can we can we do this in a more professional way? Can we get a screen that comes down and a, Ooh, and that's a camera, good. And, yeah, camera, that's camera good. and have and have and just have it available? Like if anybody wants to wants just to call in, FaceTime whatever it is, they can just FaceTime. We probably in. we probably can. There's probably a Better way to. to oh my do God! It. How yeah, awesome! Because yeah, yeah. you know people would be Facetiming. Uh, you know, Wilson mm -hmm. would be Facetiming everybody. That's a good idea. That's the, a great idea. Yeah, the delay get, is a little is a little difficult. It doesn't matter. We get we got to get a, a hinge, some sort of. T I'm sure they have a TV that that will lower down. So we want we don't want it's got to look right. Or maybe, maybe there's a way to cut into the ceiling. Maybe they could George. Do, do like a hologram. Oh, shut oh up. my God! And, uh, <laughs> and uh, I can't. I can't. This <laughs> like, is your? like Obi Wan Kenobi. This is. Um, yeah. And then and then we need a camera. Uh, for the for the yeah a camera face a camera would have to face I don't think it should face the audience maybe I don't know do like a crane perhaps shot. a router downstairs yeah. might help also. we have a router downstairs oh, do you got the, yeah. 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 yeah 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 my so, fa my favorite part of the article was is Lenny Marcus's picture was oh on the God. Lenny Marcus and was it, mentioned in the article yeah. I'm excited about this FaceTiming in it was it was fun this could really be fun 
It was yeah. it was weird, but it was so fun. you you <laughs> held fun. the phone up to the audience. Yeah, no, you you hold the phone so Dave could see a tell, and you put the microphone. The speaker. Okay, and, and so the audience yeah. could hear yes. through the phone? And every time yes. we delivered a punchline, they had to press a was cigarette that? against the screen. <laughs> 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 they had to bang Was that... Bang the mic on his thigh. I didn't remember <laughs> reading that. In the New York. Was that mentioned yeah, in the New York? Yes, yeah, if you read the whole article. No, I didn't read I'm a bad reader. I probably fell asleep. It was the very last line. It was this Zinnemann character? Yeah, I like that guy, Zinnemann. Well, of course you like him. He blows smoke up your ass day and night. Listen, what he did, it was really like a play-by-play. It wasn't... You know, it was very factual. I mean, he's a very comedy seller positive uh, journalist. He's a comedy fan. It's Listen, he, he picked some good quotes of mine, and uh, he he captured the flavor. And uh, he's he's written other good articles, and I I think he's a good I, and he got a, he's a good journalist, and he's kind of feel I'm, I fully expect him to write something negative about us next. <laughs> no, I don't <laughs> think he would coming. do. That. I don't no, think he would do. Might, that. Let's just call yeah. it fake news. Does, does, I don't think he <laughs> would write anything go. negative because. Because who, I'm, who does I'm not that? getting up on stage here. That's why. Yeah, that, well, that would he would. He that would, he would yeah. That that's would. the one thing he doesn't like about the comedy That's what seller. you should do. You should get me booked at other clubs around the city. If I was still doing clubs, I'd do like massive You're places. not bringing your you fucking know. fog machine yeah, down yeah, here, yeah, right? There's no outlet. By so. the way, it has a strobe light, a built-in strobe oh light. God. It changes uh, colors and it shoots out 3,000 cubic feet uh, per it minute. It makes you a prop act. No, it's not. I'm not a prop act. I, it's worse than a prop it's act. It's material. <laughs> it's production It's value. material. Do you think anyone wants to get up on stage and see people, or an audience member wants to see someone get up on stage and work out unpolished stuff, you know, that could I will say mess? this, like, like uh, you know, apropos of the fog machine. Yeah. Sometimes I'm around the corner at the uh, at the Village Underground, yeah. and there's a, we have a band there on the yeah. weekends. There's a... Red or on every, red, red every, on uh, every night of the week. Every night. whatever. Okay, but the weekend is red in jail. Anyway, so sometimes like Artie will be like, okay, let's let's everybody sing along, and so Red starts playing "Don't Stop Believing," yeah. Yeah. and the audience is singing "Don't Stop," and everybody's having such a good time. Fuck the comedy. Yeah. Why don't we just sing "Don't Stop Believing"? I agree with <laughs> that. It is fun. <laughs> you know, it is I mean, it's like everybody's so into singing "Don't Stop Believing." I'm like, wait a minute. Did, now we're going to go back to our jokes. This might be a come down. Yeah, well, that's why it's I not a come down. No, 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 I don't know. I, no I'm in half, but I mean, half serious. It's like yeah. it's hard to believe it's a good. Half serious, half shtick. Half serious, half shtick. <laughs> it's hard to beat a good don't stop believing sing along. Well, it's like, I, if it is. The hard. audience was having so much fun. American just, Pie comes close. I'm just wondering. American Pie should be Sweet yeah. Caroline. We will good rock too. you. Sweet, we will Sweet rock Caroline. I'm just wondering whether or not they're actually like, you know, why don't we just let it ride with fucking Journey? Yeah, well, yeah. You and so the fog machine, it's like, you know, that might be in the we same category. We have a fog machine in the, in the underground. Yeah, but not like this. Not like we, this. Actually, we don't have they a fog took machine. took it down in 77. We have a hazer, Hazer. which is a more expensive, uh, yeah, more yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, it, it simmers on the ground. The other night I was at this, the Village Underground, and I killed. Everybody killed. We were all killing. How could you not? Well, you know, yeah. thank you. Um, so, so after the show, though, I told somebody that I went to law school. This family, you know, they're, oh, it's a great fucking show, and oh my god, you were I so gotta funny. Go on. I'll be back down in right. fifteen minutes. Have fun. Yeah. Whatever they said, you know, you were great. Oh my god, we were hysterical. Somehow it came up that I went to law school, and they go, oh my god, you you gave up the law to do this? Like, first they're saying how great I was, how funny it was, and then they're saying well, you gave up the law to do this. So I'm wondering, do people perceive me as like the guy at the office that tells a really good joke? Yeah, it's hysterical, and everybody's laughing, but it's not like it's prestigious. You know what I mean? That's a good like, point. Like, if everybody's howling, like, you, you know, they're howling laughing, but do they internalize that as me being talented or, or no better than the guy at the office telling, telling a joke? I, I, Sometimes I, I wonder I, about I, I that. I think that you're setting up the, the wrong... I don't think anybody thinks that you're like someone at the office telling a joke. They just think, oh, you had a... Were they Jewish? 
Mm, I don't believe so. No. All right, well, for, for Jews and, and some other people, they, they, they see a career, yeah. a, a lucrative career as a lawyer. Right. To risk that for, Uncertainty. for, for a, you know, a lottery ticket of a chance. But, but they've and, and seen struggle. me on stage at the hottest club in town, and you'd think that they would think that, that was really, really that I've made it on that, some level. That you've arrived. They would, you would think that they would think that. They see you, they, no, they think that you're, they, they, they probably understand that it's, that it's a struggle. That you you know you're performing at a club, but you're still you're, they're not seeing you in the movies or on TV. They're seeing you at a club. You, you, well, you know that, and I know that. But if I was a non-comedy, when I was a non-comedy person, if I saw somebody at a club in New York City annihilating on a Friday night, I would think, "Wow, this guy's a star." But you you could be Jerry Seinfeld, be worth a billion dollars, and you could show up to go pick up a girl on a date. And a billion dollars, and parents will ask, so what else do you do? You know, is this is listen, this all you do? Listen, you know, it's, uh, well, when, people well, don't have respect for the business. When, well, I remember when I was playing in the some band. Some do, some don't. When I was playing in the band in the WA, and I was the owner of the WA. I was the owner of the club. The club was successful. When people find out that I gave up the law, they're like, you gave up the law? for Like, the... They, I and, understand that. Yeah, they, they just well, couldn't believe you'd give up. Now, how do you understand? Who goes to three years of law school yeah, and gives it up? It's, it's, you've, you've invested your time and money for... for parents' a, money. Your parents' money for a, a lifelong career that, you know, we're guessing that you'd be very good at and you'd go far and you'd move up. You'd become a judge. Yeah, you'd you become... Have, well, any, you're guessing you know, wrong in terms of more, that I'd be good at. More physically... A type appropriate for? Well, well not to brag. <laughs> I graduated mechanic school, BOCES, Wilson Tech, a certified C mechanic, and I'm doing this full time. I now, see with everything so. out of your mouth, though. I don't know if it's true or not. No, 100%. I mean, I know the fog yeah. machine is true because you brought the fog machine. It's true. So I see it right next to I me. I work with it. It was so a I birthday know that it, present. He yeah. also bu- Mike also bought me a high. Yeah. I chew Korean gum. Well, uh, I love candy. that. Can I have one? So, so Liz, yeah. banana yeah. flavor. Well, I fell into well, Liz, Esty's still here. We should get Esty on to talk about left. the Montreal Comedy Festival. She left. She, I, had she the left the time earlier. of her life. Apropos she had a good time. The, just quickly, <laughs> apropos of the previous discussion, yeah. I think maybe just not everybody thinks about show business the oh, way right. I thought think of like all my life it was like oh my god show but there's nothing greater than show business it's like the but greatest it's a gamble thing. and everyone knows it's a gamble yeah. and you have to be very but lucky I, whereas in law you have to be smart and diligent and you know but the point is is they've already seen they've seen me in a context where I would think that most people would assume that I've accomplished something I don't think so you you think that performing on Friday night at the comedy cellar and packed house and everybody's on howling the average person does not perceive that as having made it no because they're used to seeing People in Madison Square Garden and the yeah. movies and on TV, and that's what they perceive as making it and on a red carpet. Look, I know that I haven't made it, and you know that I haven't made it, but I'm shocked that the audience is on to D- us. Dan, you're sitting here with Mike Fine at the Comedy Cellar, present company included. You made it. You've arrived, my friend. You're here. Thank you, Mike. And you're Thank here you, to Michael. stay. By the way, Michael's, um, you still got that red Volvo? No, I got a I got a Mustang, a Jeep, yeah, um, I, I always felt a motorcycle. <laughs> By the no, way, you have made it, Dan. Yeah. yeah. You have made it. Yeah. You just haven't made the money that you want to make. Well, that, that's what we're discussing. You right. have, so, but, but, but you're saying that, but these people didn't perceive it that way, that, said I, that they couldn't believe that, uh, that I, I, I didn't pursue I think you can find, you, you have a, 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 almost a genius capacity to find a slight among all the compliments that come <laughs> to you. We all have that. I mean, that's one of the markings of a, a comic, I think, is to have that capacity. It, it's like the same thing where people, when I tell them I was engaged, they're like, you, you, you were engaged? Like, it's, they can't believe no, that, it. That is a slight. No, yeah. that, that's, that, that, but that's not uh, comparable. <laughs> you know, but you, you, you're, you're, you made it, Dan. You know. Well, I'm not here to argue whether I've made it or not. I haven't made you, it. You, My point is, is I was surprised that the audience perceived it that way. Yeah. I thought that, you know, coming to a packed house on a Friday night 
you know, uh, w- would be uh, would be impressive. Um, mm, this high chew is good. This it, is banana flavored high chew. It, it is impressive, Dan. I I recently just uh, finished rapping. I I started. Uh, I had a one person play. It was very successful. I was down in Boca performing. I had a. It was a one man civil war reenactment, and I acted out. I played the. Well, here's the problem, the Mike. Union and Did you play a slave? No, 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 no. I, I played the Union and Confederate armies. If you played a slave, you might have gotten some press. Well, no, that's I didn't want to go to that area. What do you think about that HBO thing now? There's a whole oh, big the Confederacy. Con- oh, was it? That's their sh- the show that they yeah. want to do. The Confederacy. Yeah. Well, they they ripped that off from me. I think you know. I don't know who's involved with that. <laughs> Why but can't you do a show about the Confederacy? You should. Jews love a good Holocaust. Well, show. no. Here's the thing. You know, I had this <laughs> argument on Facebook with somebody. I said, well, you know. Uh, it's alternative history, which is a common, you know, Quentin Tarantino did alternative history yes. with, with both uh, Django. Well, no, Django wasn't really alternative Inglorious history. Bastards. Inglorious Bastards. That was alternative history. But he said to me, well, what if, what if Germany did a show about if, the Holoc- if, if, if Germany won the war and the Holocaust was still going on? And, you know, it, and it came out of Germany. Germany did the show. Because there is a show on Amazon Prime called The Man in the High Castle. It's, it was produced by, uh, I think it's produced in England. And they... And, uh... It is about what if Germany and Japan won the Second World War. But what if Germany did a show about what if Germany had won the Second World War? And that would be a bit sensitive. And so... But what is this Amazon show? No, take, take a listen. The Amazon what? show is The Man in the High Castle. It's no, about, no, I mean, what's the, what's the HBO show exactly? Well, the idea, I don't know if it's, if it's going through or not, but it's about what if the South had won and they separated and now the Confederacy still exists. Well, the, the, and, and, the and, South and, will rise again, some people. Oh, well, that's we, what it is. What if the South had won? What if the South had won? And it's just, you know, is there anything wrong with it? I don't know. It, it's, it's very sensitive. Keith, did you hear about that uh, you know, HBO show trying to, what if the South had won the war? Yeah. What do you, what do you think? Well, please talk, sit, please sit. speak into them. Please sit down at the microphone if you wish to discuss it. Of course, Keith you're not Robinson. obligated to discuss it. Keith and I, by the way, just uh, we filmed Crashing today. HBO's Crashing. Oh, oh by, the way, okay. I, by the way, I want to say something for the record before that. I, I do take credit for, for you in Crashing, but Judd Apatow, I was, I was kidding a couple weeks ago. Judd actually didn't tell me that that he casted you because I said anything to him. I was joking about uh, that. Well, I don't recall you saying that, oh, yeah. but... Uh, um, no, but, uh, I, I, ne- I never gave you credit, but, yeah. uh, but I know that you're behind me in spirit. But somehow I feel like, because, because I was there for you, that that's, how, that's why you were casting Crashing, and I think you owe me five grand. Five I, I put grand. a number on it, five grand. Go ahead. All right, well, no. I'll have to think about that. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm referring I know to a what conversation you're referring to. I know what you're referring to. No, but uh, I, I, think that, uh, I think it's fantastic that Judd Apatow wrote a part specifically for you in his show. Well, I hate or to Pete. minimize anything, and you know, I'm always, you know, there's nobody more grateful person glass half full than me. Right. But he wrote parts for like, you know, Robinson over here, Big J, David Teller. But he yeah. wrote a part specifically for you. Yeah. He like he didn't write a part yeah. like this is a Keith part. That was an absolute Dan part. Yeah, I didn't get any part. I got no part. It was a Dan part. Right. Yeah. He you wrote it out of your character. Ah, I it's see the you. difference. I see the difference. So it's a big, it's a big deal, man. Okay, all right. It's, it's, that's he cast appetite. his eye on the whole universe of potential things he could have well, written you know, about and said, Dan Natterman would be great. Yeah. Great. That, that's worth an and episode. And he was. Dan, had a, Dan was wonderful in that. Was he? Yeah. As much as I hate to admit it, he was good. Well, and you I know, know it's hard to, to get a compliment out of Keith, so I do appreciate <laughs> it. That's <Yeah>. amazing. <laughs> He must have really been good. Dan was, so, yeah, he was good. So this HBO show, they wanted to do a show, What If the South Had Won the War. I didn't realize that's what it was. And and, uh, and uh, black people are protesting. Not just black people. Black, black and, and are, are, yeah, they're complaining about it. 
Yeah. Oh, not well, organized, you, not protesting the streets, but yeah. protestation. Right, they have HBO. We're, we're, uh, uh, but I, that is a, a little creepy in a way. Right? It is creepy. Mm. Look, what it, if they want like you wishing? <laughs> no, no. Well, well it, you know, it depends. Like, the, you no. know, the <laughs> truth is, is the people that produced it also got hatred from uh, white nationalists who said, you're, you're going to portray the South in a negative way. So they got it on, on the other side as well. All we're worried about is ourselves. We ain't worried about what white nationalists think. We could care less. But I'm just saying that... We're looking at what what, what they would have won, what they did. It's not... We think that white people, that's what they want anyway. Oh, that's some I racial think, I think shit, it's awesome that's that the left, the, left can, can, the left can get behind literally having somebody kill Donald Trump. Literally Donald Trump. And they think that's art. And then if it turns to like just like a, a thought experiment, what if history had gone the other way? We don't even know, even what the stories are going to be. I'm, I'm pretty much sure they're not going to be like anti-black stories, whatever it is. That somehow has crossed a line. I mean, well, they, they really pick and choose I, their outrage. I, yeah, well, I, I think everybody does. To be real, I don't I think, think the left or right thing is everybody picks and choose what they want to. Yes. Like and don't like. I don't have no problem with well, it. Look, and a lot of people I know don't have a problem. I, if, if I saw the show. I conceivably might see the show and say, oh, no, I think that's offensive. But I don't think the very notion of, I mean, that is art. Like, let's, this was a big chapter in history. Let's imagine what if it got another way. And right. let me write about it. You know, we, that's, that's we legitimate. We always have that. What if? Yeah. It's always been a you what know, if. You know, things are so sensitive right now that, that, that rationality, Noam is taking a very rational argument, and it's hard to argue with the logic of it, but things are so sensitive now in the United States that any portrayal of anything with with slavery in it uh, you know look, look what happened with uh, Mandy Patinkin he had to drop out of uh, the play because he was getting uh, what play uh, uh, the the one that uh, Groban was just in because uh, they replaced the guy who was uh, the star from uh, what was that the Hamilton was the star the ticket sales dropped so they went to replace him with Mandy Patinkin, and they said, it, you know, for racist re the, the the producers are racist that they're replacing him because they think he could draw more people. Why don't he use a bigger name? He draw I more mean, commercial. I, I know Keith's gonna get mad if I say this, and maybe I should say, it, oh. but I, I think people need to need to think ten times when they start throwing this racism word around. It's so ubiquitous; it loses its its but, sting. But. Everything be, that concerns fair, black people and a cast of black people and white people in a story cannot be racist. If somebody, wait a minute now, yeah, if yeah. somebody tried to do something with the Holocaust, that's different. That, see, <laughs> 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 yeah. The hell's the matter with you? No, no, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't object. You wouldn't, but there Hogan's, would he be Hogan's a, heroes. Yeah. There would be. Well, that was the Luft, That wasn't the Holocaust. Uh, it that was, was, it was, that uh, was the Luftwaffe. All right, yeah. go ahead. Go ahead. You know, I, you would be. You would have something. No, I would not. Not unless I th listen. Mel Brooks. Did you see Springtime uh, for Hitler? I thought you were going to say. Uh, he, he does. But Mel, Mel, Brooks, but Mel Brooks is Jewish. Yeah. yeah. Mel Brooks is Jewish. If it were now, now talk about Mel Gibson. <laughs> talk about the other Mel. Listen, I, I actually defended Mel Gibson for a long time until I actually saw the movie. And the movie was, he really... You're talking about uh, the passion movie, The Passion of the Christ. Of the Christ. Passion now, of the in Christ. the movie, he really depicted the Jews as sniveling, disgusting-looking, you know, 
big nose, ugly teeth. You know, it was it was hard to well, it was hard to not I'll see just, where he was I'll coming just from. Say this: everybody but, in those days probably had ugly teeth. But this <laughs> is no, but nobody in the movie did except for the Jews. Except for the Jews, okay. But yeah. but my my point is that oh, there were dentists back then. <laughs> that I you could you could show me an episode of a show and I say no, no, that's that's just disrespectful to black people. I I'm not saying it can't be. I'm just saying that they can't start calling it racist before they even see the show. But it, it might be actually very sympathetic. Wouldn't that be? What about Twelve Years a Slave? That was that won an Oscar, didn't it? Yeah. Twelve Years. I couldn't stand Twelve I, Years a Slave. I couldn't get through it. It was too upsetting I'm for me. But I never thought they should make the movie. movies and Holocaust movies. Whoa! I think you're, we're really, you're really pushing buttons. Yeah. I said, <laughs> I slave movies and all. I'm, I'm, you know, enough. They need more emoji movies. That's uh, <laughs> where the market's going. Well, uh, is, there, is there a Jewish emoji? There ought to be a Jew emoji. Yeah, it's I, the dollar sign. Look, yeah. look. I just think um, we're just everything's very sensitive. People aren't thinking uh, perfectly logically, and, and I believe America is is uh, could well be uh, doomed over this. Yeah, but uh, do, you, do you understand this over this uh, racial issue? I think you're right. Part, part of, this is the way human beings are. Part of the, re, the sensitive reaction is because people are constantly being told that this is something they need to be sensitive about. So it's, so it's a feedback loop, it, and it gets, they get more and more and more sensitive about it because it's more and more fed to them that you should be outraged. You think college kids would really, uh, on their own, think they need trigger warnings? They're told they need trigger warnings, and now they have full-blown attack. What, what do they do in the 40s, for God's sake? They have no. safe spaces, for God's sake. I just said, I said uh, something about Netanyahu, well, and you was offended. What the fuck is the matter with you? I'm just saying, I said, <laughs> it's, you know what I'm saying? I said something I'd like, Netanyahu bugs me. And you got Whoa, offended at that. I did not Whoa. get offended. Don't yes, be ridiculous. You, you got you got a little you got a little sensitive. Well, no, I might no, have not ab- gotten ab- sensitive. Absolutely ab- not. Look, if 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 I have to say, absolutely, you never you made that up. I have to say that uh, <laughs> like Donald Trump. <laughs> you know, if I, if somebody that's <laughs> not Jewish about. makes fun of, say, the Hasidim. Now, I make fun of the Hasidim day and night. Lord knows they're an odd bunch. But if, if somebody that's, that's not Jewish makes fun of the Hasidim, even if it's a perfectly rational, reasoned... Like, look at these people. They look ridiculous. I was at b uh, today. They are well, good me, people. Well, be they that are as a, good well, people. I, some are good, let, some, let, are, let, some, let. Are, some are not good. But uh, I would be... And there's no, there, it's not necessarily rational. But if you said... If Keith Robinson... Said, look at these. Look, what the fuck are they dressed like that for? They probably smell and those those clothes. <laughs> N- none of that is um, necessarily wrong. I mean, if you're wearing those clothes in the summer, you might well smell. But I would be up- upset by that. I would be somewhat. Uh, I would have to tell myself rationally, Dan, don't kick his ass. Lord knows you could. <laughs> uh, but he, 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 you know, he's not saying anything necessarily racist. But yeah. I would have to tell myself yes. that and talk myself well, down. You're actually making my point. I agree that we we all have our our visceral. But that's not because I was taught that. It's just visceral. We all have our visceral reflexive reactions, and that's why I'm saying when people feel that urge, they need to shut up, because you cannot call everything racist. You can't call everything anti-Semitism. Why not? Because <laughs> because these <laughs> things because these things really do exist. And when you when you you can't cry wolf all the time. Yeah, but it's easier once you label stuff, so you're able to like qualify it as well. This is 
anti-Semitic. This is racist. This is it's it's good to have like a wide blanket so everyone stays safe. It's you know so you want you know a blanket like a fog machine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's like I you try sh- to bring back the like fog if you're machine. not Jewish, you shouldn't be talking about the uh, Jews and what they look like. And well, then if that's like the case, then if you're not Jewish, you should not black. You shouldn't be making movies about the black struggle. Well, I'm not making movies right, about but, black. But, it was a one-man no, play but, I did. But, 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 we're, but Noam is saying that that's ridiculous, that any artist should be able to tell any story. But everybody is free to say what you're saying when it's not you that's being done. Or you, you to, if it's not Jews being betrayed, you're well, easy I'm to say. I understand why some might feel sensitive, even, you okay. know, um, toward, toward a, a show about uh, the Confederacy. Even, right. even though I don't, I can't logically say why it's wrong or racist. But what did I walk in? But on? I can say we're talking about the show on HBO. There's a show in production, I believe, called Confederacy, about what if the South had won the uh, oh, the, the uh, war of northern aggression. You know, I haven't heard of that, but it, that's they're actually stealing the idea from. I think it was called the, there was a book called Fatherland, which they made a movie out of. Which is uh, what if the Nazis had won. Well, yeah. there, there's so also sort of, sh- so it's Fatherland with a, with a black twist. It, you know, they went well, it's it's alternative history. It's ah, not. There it's you go. Alternative mm. history. It's like you know. Um, so like, it, what if Trump had won? It's not a rare genre, you know. Um, <laughs> uh, Inglorious Bastards was alternative history. Yeah. You know. I, um, I I think we should wait to see the movie. It's not a movie. It's a show. And the show, and I think people should be. Well, able there may not be a show if there's too much controversy. People should be able to do whatever they want, and uh, well, well, look at that uh, that uh, series Roots. Remember that? Uh, look how that portrayed white people, not in a positive light. That was uh, well, they, they, well, that's they were kind of based on slaves. Fact. Oh, well, okay, but, <laughs> look how know, they, but it still yeah. didn't paint them in a. Yeah, I was offended by the way it portrayed <laughs> white people. <laughs> There's a new thing now, which has seeped into our culture, which is shutting down. Something that's about a subject that you don't like. I don't know if it's new, but it's no, no, called it, social it, media. It's absolutely new. <laughs> it's, it's never happened before. But and and it started. It starts with you know, college campuses, speeches, and whatever it is. It happens to Bill O'Reilly. It happens to, to, to whatever it is. That and yeah. and and it and it's and it's, <laughs> it's and it's and it's gaining steam. Yeah, the, the right wing is really taking a beating lately. No, no, with yeah. the idea that. Uh, that that when you don't like something, you should start looking around for the reasons to shut it down. Uh, yeah, but I don't it, like it, his personal but, life, I, and, and it's and it's very pick and choose. In other words, if you're a, well, if, you're if it's a, hate speech, uh, maybe there is a, a reason to shut it. Yeah, down. if there's hate speech, maybe there is. But, well, but none, none of these examples were hate speech, and 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 I'm not even listen. I said this before. When I was a kid, when you were a kid, mm-hmm. we. Uh, lived through the chapter where we prided ourselves, prided ourselves that we allowed the Nazis to march through Skokie. Remember that? And the Jews in the ACLU, they fought for the right for the Nazis to march. And this way, we patted ourselves on the back. Yeah, we respect that, the First Amendment. Yeah, I didn't agree with and that. that. And that's what liberals <laughs> took pride in in those days. It's exactly like the opposite now. You think they would let some... Uh, 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 Tea party. They might let Nazis go, but they wouldn't let they wouldn't let the KKK march. Yeah, I don't think they should be allowed to march either. Of course, they should be allowed to march. Fuck them. <laughs> right. yeah. They preach hate. If you preach hate, maybe you shouldn't have the, the have the right. The country to march. The, well, the, that is a re, that is a direction for the country to go to start to start thinking that. Listen, as soon as you get people, not, it's not that they're not permitted. There's who, just a lot of uh, who defines as soon what as, hate. Yeah, that's right. As soon as you tell people, listen, it. there is a line. And when that line is crossed, then you have these rights. Shut them down. People are going to find people crossing that line all the oh, time. There's only one thing that works, which is say whatever you want. 
do whatever you want. But but under the say whatever you want no, you rubric, can't. and if and if you don't like it, don't watch. Okay, it. but under the say whatever you want rubric is the right to go on social media and say. Fuck these people. Let's boycott them. Right. And let's write letters I'm, saying they should you be have fired. The right. I'm saying so, it, I think so, it's unwise to. Bo- these boycotts are unwise. It's where that leads to. It's where all the hate speech leads to. That's the thing. Like, if ISIS says what they want, but they're trying to recruit, so yeah, we can, let them say yeah, can we, we let, let ISIS, them do it. Can we have ISIS marches here in New York City? Can we allow that? Of course. You wouldn't do it. <laughs> what? So. If let people talk about uh, the the ISIS rhetoric, you, they, they should you, you be able to say whatever it. they want. No, it's where it you leads. Think they should be to. able to go on the internet and recruit people. I, I, what and, I'm saying is, I think an I ideology think... that uh, uh, that could cause uh, mass damage. Yes, in China now they they censor the entire internet because they've drawn their line at certain places. Where you you can't we, we have we learned nothing from history? I mean, this is what made us a great country. We allowed communists during, during the time when we had real threats, like like Obama and I didn't like. They said we talking about ISIS not being an existential threat, but communism, the Cold War, this was real existential threats, and we we didn't shut down communism. Well, we, we tried. Well, I don't think we're saying a, McCarthyism, and that was a dark chapter for well, us. I don't the think we're saying the government all that. should be doing it. We're saying that people have the right to. to I was we're bringing it back blacklisting it. now. That's right. We're bring, this is exactly what they did. McCarthy did. This is it that we're looking for some something okay. about you that we can use to shut you down. It's no, ridiculous. Was the government doing that? No, no, it it's wasn't the government. It was it wasn't just the government. Right, it was in Hollywood. Social consciousness. I blacklisting people were losing their jobs. Whatever it is. I and thought you, McCarthyism was when you're against vaccination. Believe yeah. me, if, if you are if you are a right wing person Jenny, now Jenny in McCarthy. Hollywood, you will lose your <laughs> you, job just like a, a, a commie would. Uh, uh, well, I, I'd rather lose my job based upon uh, my act as opposed to my political. It's going to happen. You have to get a job based yeah. on your act first before you can lose it. You can't lose a job just based on a fog machine. I like to think I lost it because of my political affiliation. I tell you this about Mike Fine. Whatever you think about Mike Fine, and I'm a big fan. I don't know if we've made any converts here tonight, but I'm still behind you. I think you'd be a wonderful uh, character actor. Oh, thank you. Yes, I do. And what? Can I introduce you to Judd Apatow? Because you'd probably appreciate it. You'd probably appreciate that I... I do do appreciate (laughs) it. I'm kidding. I I had nothing to do with it. Oh, you want to... I could probably squeeze him in. You just let me know <laughs> when you know he's. Is that uh, a cuddle reference? No, he's uh, he, he does good things. He does to, to give Judd Apatow credit. Well, when my friend, dear friend Max Christ. Alexander <laughs> uh, passed away, he stepped up big, and uh, his foundation wrote a beautiful check uh, to help Max and all his. Uh, it's a little late, but not yeah, like to help that. his children. Help his foundation. No, 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 for the medical bills. Oh, that's and the wonderful. Family. I didn't know that. He, I don't know if I was supposed to announce it on there, but he he really stepped up big and whatever he needed sent uh, something for the memorial and a uh, wonderful guy. Yeah, no, so, he's a good guy. He's a good so, guy. so I'm happy to he's star very in any one of his he's movies a good guy. to get, uh, pay him back. He's very, very anti-Trump, so I, I, I would advise you if you met him not to go down that road. No, definitely. You know, uh, just to keep your opinions to yourself wait a minute, let and me nod your head. Oh, hold up. Hey, let hey. me hear it. You're for, you, what? He what about Trump? Trump. Love the Trump. Can't, Why? can't get enough of the Trump. You're gonna have to listen to the beginning of this podcast. That's uh, there's a whole. Well, fast Keith forward. He doesn't know how to, well, how to put a podcast on. Uh, you ever listen to a podcast? Uh, he, uh, have you ever I, listened to a podcast? No, I didn't think you. <laughs> I'll just summarize it. He's. Uh, I've actually never listened to one either. Michael yeah. is in favor of uh, enforcing uh, immigration laws that are already on the books and all laws and and uh, keeping jobs in America. 
What's wrong uh, about now? Whether that? or not Trump is is the guy that to actually uh, affect that, I, you know, is I, I guess we all agree that jobs should be brought back to America. I'm Everybody, not sure Trump is the man. I think Trump is the man to do it. Every politician, why, I think, would probably why don't run we on start that with Trump bringing him back in his own businesses and what he does? He could start. Right. By bringing everything he has. Right. Okay, back. Rachel Maddow. Listen. Yeah. Uh, now, well, that's <laughs> how you start? Yeah. I'm kidding. You want to make America well, we, that's, I, I, made I, up Literally, and I'm, I'm about to interview Nate Silver on the next podcast, but I, I something has switched inside me. I just I have lost fucking interest in, in his politics for a while. It's no, just it's no, depressing. No, you know what it is? It's, it's Trump. It's not just. It, he you know, lies it, every day. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's at the point now that I, if North Korea launched a missile at America, it would just like put us out of our misery at this point. <laughs> I, I am not at all uh, uh, trying not to lay some of the blame with Trump, but it's not just Trump that's bothering me. It's the hysteria. It's the the constant retractions. Hysteria. It's the it's the <laughs> stories which turn out not to be true. The stories which are which are exaggerated. The the uh, like you know for, for instance, like the, for instance, like the greatest give, Boy Scout speech ever made. No, I'll give you an example. <laughs> the kind of thing that bothered me. I'm a Boy Scout. He called me. The Boy Scouts called me, and um, the president of Mexico called me. Both lies. I wanted to give you an, an example. Speech ever in the history of Boy Scouts. <laughs> the the Trump travel ban. This is the kind of thing. This is what's bothering me. So forget about the parts of the travel ban, which were obviously ridiculous. But there was a core part of the travel ban, which had to do with people who had never been to this country, had no relationship with the country, had no colorable constitutional rights of any kind, who just decided they wanted to come to America. And Trump said, the president says, you can't come right now. And except for maybe one uh, uh, person I remember, legal expert, everybody was saying, this is horrible and it's going to get, it, it, it should be overturned by the courts and the, and the Ninth Circuit is right in Hawaii. I mean, it was, it was like massive, uni, 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 well, uni, unified singular opinion on the matter how awful this travel ban went, how, how clearly unconstitutional it was, right? But wait, wait, let me finish. And, and I, I said, something is wrong here. It didn't make sense to me. Sure enough, the Supreme Court unanimously stays the decision, which usually when they do that, it means that they're going to uphold the travel the ban. The second decision. The, the, no, the Supreme Court had, made, had one decision. So my point is that that gulf between what the Supreme Court, you know, when they were just doing their jobs, knew was the law and, and the decision, and all the fucking hysterical opinions to, to the left of that is is the hysteria that's crept into well, our no, country that, well, that was started which is turning by Trump. no rational consideration that was started by Donald Trump on the campaign trail when he said he was going to ban all Muslims so he already he already made he, 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 people were already sensitive to when that when people are so enraged been, and he's been spending you're a missing lot of my time. point I'm when missing the point no you are missing when people are so enraged with hate that usually level-headed people lose all ability to think reasonably uh, irrationally about an issue it becomes d depressing well, to even listen to people but, give their opinions well, anymore. The fact, well, the, matter is, say that the fact of the matter is, uh, uh, tr Trump is so distasteful that yes. even if even if he's making a correct decision, uh, a lot of people are just against it because he shouldn't be the one making. Yes. He, he doesn't have the. He, he really doesn't have the right. To be making these decisions, so, so I don't because he's proven to be such he, he a corrupt. Yeah, but he does have the right. He could cure, well, uh, come uh, up with legal. the cure for cancer, and you'll have but half the country that would still. Oh, we're, we're not gonna take it. Well, they they want to lynch him. Right, just, but, but, but he's probably not gonna cure cancer. Me, just, but just, the only way it could happen. I discredit anybody. Like the only way he can cure cancer is by shooting himself. If you don't see that that Trump lies, you don't see all the stuff that's wrong with Trump. 
then I can't give you any credit. I, I can't. See, I see what's I wrong can't with it. Look at you, right? He he's a flawed man. He oh, he's, he's not he's, the best. He's a flawed. <laughs> he's, he's, he's a festering <laughs> pile of dog no, shit. But but you know, the, there's no great cat. You know. We should only have another Barry Goldwater run for office, but we don't. So it turns out, you know, he was the best of the candidates. No, no, he wasn't. No, no he was Who, the worst. All right, now, are you kidding me? I have to jump in to protect Kasich? my, my Kasich dear was friend Mike Fine. He was the best Kasich. candidate. I can throw a dart he, at this he, table and find was, a better candidate. He was the best candidate by far. That is the 45th president of the United States of America, and you will respect him. No, you won't. <laughs> <laughs> I do like all right, Mike has proved his worth, as I knew he would. Yes. Mike I think, in that and that's we, why you should buy one of Lenny Marcus's CDs. Mike is selling. Mike is, Mike is selling Lenny Marcus's CD because he doesn't have his own. And that's another thing. Why Lenny Marcus? Of all the why people. Why not? <laughs> is, is, that is he like, the best candidate? Is that like an anti-Semitic <laughs> thing? I'm going to pretend like I didn't hear. Why? Because he's a Jew? Uh, Among other reasons. <laughs> it doesn't help. Please and, b- please buy Lenny Marcus's CD. Hey, whatever pisses and, off and, Kevin Brennan, and, I'm fine and with. And also watch my new TV show I have on now. So that's, I uh, hope well, maybe what, you guys uh, right. well, come Well, give on. us a quick, uh, where's it's, the TV show? It's Where, called I Park smell your, a shtick coming. No, no, it's for real. It's uh, called Park Your Carcass. It's on Jetstream. TV, uh, you know, uh, it's the largest uh, online social media live show uh, streaming right now. Right and now at uh, no, no, uh, no, no. <laughs> at well, it, it, what is Jetstream TV? It's it's a it's a social it's an Instagram account, a couple hundred thousand, like four hundred thousand uh, followers. Huh. We have uh, a very large following that watch. Well, the I mean, show. they can follow uh, follow you on Twitter, I assume, to find out more about this show on Jetstream, yeah, yeah, and it's, on it's, Gulfstream Television. What, what's, well, what's it's the, Jetstream TV? What's, what's you can at, find on at Inst- Twitter. Uh, the, the real cuddle star. The, well, that's that's a we gotta go at the real. Yeah. Cuddle I got star. some I got some Twitter verified people over there. I got to talk to. Okay, okay everybody. Thank you. Bye. Good night.